Welcome to the Broadcast Bros Podcast. I am your host, Arnoff KC, and today I am joined with my little brother, Arhan KC. How are you doing, Arhan? I'm doing good. So, uh, we are joined in this ap- uh, Wednesday afternoon, and today we will be discussing all things NFL, specifically the big free agent signings such as Sam Darnold, Matthew Stafford, Emmanuel Sanders. Mitchell Trubisky, and there is many more coming up. We will also be discussing who will win, which teams will win their divisions, including uh, wildcard spots. And we will also be discussing the leading contenders for the twenty, the Super Bowl being played in SoFi Stadium in 2022. And towards the end, well, actually, in the after we talk about contenders, we'll have a trivia section that is related to our topics and lastly we'll talk about the top three teams plus the Dallas Cowboys on who will on who which players they will select in the upcoming 2021 NFL draft all right let's get this show on the road so obviously uh being born in Texas uh me and my brother are huge Cowboys fans uh, obviously, in the past 20 years, we have been absolutely terrible. So, with saying that, let's do this. Okay, starting off with uh, free agents. Sam Darnold, uh, yesterday or two days ago, was traded to the Carolina Panthers and from the New York Jets. And that was probably the best thing that happened to Sam Darnold because they had a party for him leaving New York, going into Carolina. So, what are our haunt? What are your thoughts on Sam Darnold and the Panthers? I think it was a good trade, because uh, the Jets they never really like utilized it properly. But uh, Carolina they have good weapons. You know they lost Curtis Samuel, but they still have Christian McCaffrey, Robbie Anderson, and DJ Moore. And and, and I must add, Robbie Anderson did also play, play with, Sam with Sam Darnold in two thousand eighteen. Yeah, and for the Jets, sorry. and the Jets it's a huge loss. They, so they selected him using a first-round pick, and they didn't even get a first-round pick in return. They and, got, like, three-thirds or, like, a second. And I must say, Adam Gase has made quarterbacks look bad. Let's just – we have an example in uh, Ryan Tannehill in, in uh, Tennessee. Whenever Ryan Tannehill played for the Miami Dolphins under Adam Gase, he was trash. Now he is taking the Titans to the playoffs two years in a row, and – Let's hope Sam Darnold will have similar success as Ryan Tannehill did with the Titans. Okay, even though that division is stacked. Okay, let's talk about Matthew Stafford now. Now, this trade happened, what, a few months ago. This one caught me by surprise because, you know, Matthew Stafford, he's been... I wouldn't say he's been bad, but he's been injured. And let's also add that he played for the Detroit Lions. Who have not been, who have never been very, very good. Now he gets traded to the Los Angeles Rams, where they also just signed Deshaun Jackson, who has also had some injury history, but he can still run fast and catch the ball on either side of the shoulder, which is what all receivers need to be good at. And on top of that, you have a Sean McVay's play calling, you have a decent run game, and then. Got that defense. Yeah, and you have Aaron Donald. And Jalen Ramsey, two of the best defensive players in the league. So, what did you think about this trade? Because I, I thought this trade came out of the blue. 
I didn't. That was no surprise when I heard Matthew Stafford was traded. You know, he asked for a trade as soon as the season ended. Uh, I I like this trade for both teams because the Rams they don't really need like that young of a QB and they don't really need that good of a quarterback. You know, they have a very good run game. Their receiving core is very solid. You know, they got Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, and then they just added Deshaun Jackson. Uh, their defense with Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald not as strong as it was last year with uh, the loss of John. Johnson, but overall, I think it was a very good trade because uh, the Lions, they're going into a rebuild mode. You know, they got Jared Goff, a very young quarterback, and they got, like, a first-round pick, so it, they got what they wanted. Yeah, I was shocked by this trade because Jared Goff had, they had signed Jared Goff to a, what, a four- or five-year deal just in 2019 after they went to the Super Bowl and lost to the Patriots, and they had actually just been to the playoffs the season before. So I don't understand why they released him, but that also shows how much they didn't traded. Traded, yeah. They didn't like Jared Goff. And also Stafford is gonna have his hands full with that with that division. But we'll talk about that later. Okay, the next one, Emmanuel Sanders. He went to the Buffalo Bills, the almost AFC champion champions Buffalo Bills. But they lost John Brown. But I think getting Emmanuel Sanders replaces that. Because Emmanuel Sanders, I feel like you didn't have an identity with the Saints. What are your What are your thoughts on Emmanuel Sanders going to the Bills? I think it's a great trade. Josh Allen gets another weapon. Well, it he, wasn't a trade, but you mean a move? Yeah. Yeah, I like this trade, especially since Emmanuel Sanders was not that good of a quarterback, and San Francisco was able to perform the way he was. Uh, I don't really think he was a wide receiver number one in San Francisco, but in New Orleans. Who do you think was number one receiver in San Francisco? Debo Samuel. But I think in New Orleans, without with Michael Thomas out for most of the season, he had to be that number one receiver, but he really couldn't do it. Just like in Denver, I think Demarius Thomas was the number one, and he was the number two. So here's Well, Stephon in Diggs. Denver, he also did have Peyton Manning. Manning yeah. And uh, Josh Allen is a very good quarterback, you know. Uh, until got his last, few, last two quarterbacks, there was a very old Drew Brees and Jimmy Garoppolo, very decent quarterbacks. But Josh Allen is a superstar, and Stephon Diggs is the number one. Cole Beasley arguably is the number two, so he's looking at a number three spot. Yeah. Uh, and then with the loss of John Brown, I'm not surprised they cut him. Uh, they were paying him a bit too much. He did have the breakout thousand-yard season two years ago, but now that Cole Beasley and Stephon Diggs are two main options, uh, the amount they were paying him was way too much for him to be a number three receiver. Yeah. So obviously Emmanuel Sanders, the Saints they were in, they were in shambles last year because obviously now we know that Drew Brees retired and. It showed how a last a quarterback in his last season, his twentieth season, played. He had and also, he had a very dangerous injury in his crap ribs. Can I mention something? Yes, go ahead. Uh, John Brown going to the Raiders. I like that move very much. They need a uh, a lot of receivers. I think Nelson Aguilar left, right? Yeah, Raiders yeah. need a defense. That's what they need. They need. Receivers. But anyways, let's go to the Bills again. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky, who was traded from the Chicago Bears, is now officially. A backup to Josh Allen. I mean, I guess you can say this is a good trade, but I doubt Trubisky will get any playing time. But it's a good backup for Josh Allen. Anyways, let's move on. Uh, let's can actually. I, I want. I want to add something. Uh, Trubisky. Ever since like he had that good second season, right? But like he did not. Have, he had a good season, but it was, the majority of that team was a defense. defense. Yeah. Uh, I like. I like him as a player, but. Like when he plays, he I can't throw accurately. Yeah, when he plays, I see him at best as a second string QB. Uh, at the worst, I see him maybe as like a third or a fourth string quarterback. Yeah. Okay. Let's 
stay in the AFC East here. The Dolphins, they added Will Fuller from the Houston Texans, which is another uh, weapon for up-and-coming quarterback Tua Tonga-Viola, who I guess you can say had a decent uh, rookie year with the Miami Dolphins as Ryan Fitzpatrick was in and out as a starter. And Tonga-Viola, he had some good games and he had some bad games. He had a good game. His breakout game, I feel, was against the Cardinals where they won that game. And then he struggled against Denver, which was a bit of a surprise. But then he beat his rookie uh, quarterback classmate in Justin Herbert. So I feel like he'll be fine. Brian Flores is a great coach. What do you you think Wolf Fuller will help the Dolphins? Yeah, especially since... Especially now that the Patriots are not guaranteed to win the division. Yeah, uh, they got him from free agency. I really like the move. They didn't have to give up any assets for him. Uh also, they have a healthy Devontae Parker. You know, last year, Devontae Parker, he was injured. I feel Devontae Parker is very underrated. Yes. Uh, so, their number one receiver wasn't really uh, very clear. Uh, Gasecki, he is a very underrated tight end. So, they have a very mm-hmm. solid, strong group of receivers and tight ends. And who's their running back? I have no idea. Yeah, I, I, I don't know his name, but I think he's pretty good. And Tua Tagovail, he's entering his second. He's just entering his second year. He's very young. And... They had to get him this weapon because Ryan Fitzpatrick, who played very well last year, he got traded. Oh, hold up. Their, their, their tailback is Jordan Howard. Okay. Uh, yeah, Jordan Howard, he's pretty solid. Uh, but as I was saying before, they need new weapons for Tua because Ryan Fitzpatrick, he went to the Washington football team. Okay, now let's discuss the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, who had a hot start going, what was it, 11-0? 11-0. 11-0. And they uh, ended the season off one and four, which included Juju doing one too many Corvettes. They lost to the Washington football team and the Bills, Bengals, the Bills. They just they didn't they didn't know how to put it together. The main problem with the Steelers last year was they didn't have a run game, and they had a good defense, which was an issue for them the past few years. They had a good defense, but they couldn't run the ball, and that really their receiver and their can I add something? They couldn't run the ball. Uh, their quarterback was just completely not that very good whoa, whoa, in the whoa, second whoa. Ben, half of the season. Ben wasn't, okay. In the second half of the season. The first half, he was pretty good. The receiving core, they were pretty good. And the running game, it was bad throughout the season. But towards the last half, that's where they were really bad. You know, Ben, he regressed a lot. The receiving core couldn't catch a thing if they tried. And their running game was very bad. Everything you just said showed in that playoff game. Mm-hmm. Game. If you look at Big Ben's stats, he had 501 yards and like four touchdowns, I believe. But he also threw four picks, and the majority of their yards they were they were playing from behind because the Browns they were front running the whole game. It it got to the point where I think the score was like 28 nothing in the first quarter. And also, that defense it ha- it hasn't really showed up in the big moments. Did yes, but other than that, they lost Bud Dupree, who I believe had a injury. Uh, injury uh, Season-ending injury. I think he got hurt in the Tennessee game or a game before. Uh, they re-signed Juju Smith and Big Ben, which I believe this upcoming season will be Big Ben's last season. And staying in the AFC Can North, the Ravens got uh, Sammy Watkins, which I believe this this is a great move because we've been criticizing Lamar Jackson for not having any weapons. But I believe adding Sammy Watkins will be great for John Harbaugh on the offense. Go ahead. 
Uh, yeah, so Bud Dupree, they lost him. I think that was a pretty key piece in that defense that they lost. Uh, Juju, they resigned him. Uh, he's not really doing much now. He's not the number one receiver since Claypool got there. Uh, the Big Ben signing, I don't really understand. You know, he's very old. He had he wasn't really impressive last year. Uh, wow, I mean, I guess going eleven and zero is not that good. Most of it was that defense. Oh wow. I don't really think he was very impressive last year. So I think he should retire after this year. You know, they have Dwayne Haskins coming in, even though he isn't really that good. Uh, I think the Steelers... I feel like the situation with Dwayne Haskins in Pittsburgh is almost like the Jameis Winston one of the Saints. He, they're they're bad, but they have both teams are good coaches, so I feel like they'll be able to coach him up. But I feel like uh, if they're going to have Dwayne Haskins starting at QB, they should trade all of their defense, and they just feel like they need to restart their whole franchise now. The Steelers need to restart the whole franchise. Rebuild. Rebuild. Like with a clean slate. That's what I mean. So you just just a did... bunch of young players and a bunch of picks. Trade away all the good players for a lot of picks, and then they could build for the future. I completely disagree with you. They they they, they have a really good defense. They have weapons that I think Vance McDonald retired. They have Claypool and Juju, and they have a I wouldn't say really good, but they have an up and coming QB in Dwayne Haskins who wasn't very impressive in the football team. Well, the football team really had nobody, though. Anyways, lastly, let's talk about J.J. Watt and his signing to the Cardinals. J.J. Watt in the past few years has been very – he has been productive because of injuries. But there was a span there for – but he is a three-time defensive player of the year, where which has, there's only been one other player before him who has that. And that is Lawrence Taylor, who is arguably the – not arguably, who is the greatest defensive player of all time. And – with J.J. Watt going to that division, every team in that division has a outstanding pass rusher. Uh, you know what I think of this uh, thing? Uh, deal. I think it's a great deal. You know, the Texans released J.J. Watt. They got him on a two-year, $31 million. I think he's a little bit overpaid, you know. He's a very injury-prone. But the last time he was completely healthy was the 2008-2019 season, and he had like 15 sacks. Also, a healthy Chandler Jones coming back. Uh, of course, Isaiah Simmons, maybe he can get some more playing time. He can basically play any position on the field. So I think the Cardinals' defense will have a very uh, noticeable improvement this season. Definitely. And speaking of the Texans, they are a hot, hot mess. Deshaun Watson was wanting out. They got Bill O'Brien was fired in the middle of the season. They got a new coach in the middle of the year. Deshaun Watson is now facing 21 counts of sexual assault. Well, I wouldn't say they got mess. a new coach. It was just an They got interim coach. Sorry. Okay, now we will shift gears to who me and my brother will think win the divisions, AFC and NFC. Starting off with the AFC East, me and my brother, me and Arhan, both believe that the Buffalo Bills will win the division. Let me say and Can I just say something? Uh, yeah, uh, especially with the NFL adding another game to their schedule, 17 oh, games. Yeah, it's 17-game season. I think the Bills, I think they're still going to win 13 games. I think they're going to go 13-4 and four this season. They'll go 13-4, and four, but I feel like we'll discuss this later. I still feel the Chiefs are better. And so the Bills will win the division. I feel like the wild card will be a battle, either the Patriots or the Dolphins, because the Patriots, they also added – their own hand of free agents, but I'm not too sh- I'm, I'm not sold on their quarterback yet, Cam Newton. He was he was good at the beginning of last season, but then after he got COVID and came back, he just wasn't the same player. 
And the Dolphins, they're a really co- well-coached team, and they have some good players. Just can Tua be consistent in his They play? have a very young team. That's what you're trying to say, right? Yeah, they have a young team with a young coach while the Patriots have. And a very good defense also. A very good defense, but they have a very experienced coach. Let's not forget, Bill Belichick has six rings too. Okay, AFC North. My brother says Cleveland is going to win the division. I still think Pittsburgh will win. I have Cleveland going 10-7. and seven. Yeah, I got Pittsburgh winning. I got them going like 11 and 5. I got. I mean, 11 and 6. 11 and 6, yeah. And the wild card, I got. Obviously, got Baltimore. I think I don't Baltimore see the Bang- is going I don't see the Bengals going nowhere because Joe Burrow will come back, but unless the Bengals draft somebody in their own line, they're, they're not good. All right, I think the Steelers. I think they're, <coughs> they're going to go 7 and 10. I think they're going to go 7 and 10. That is and the Baltimore Ravens, I think they're going to go 9 and 8. Uh, because Sammy Watkins, he's sort of very injury prone. Okay, <clears throat> AFC South. This is a pretty easy one for me. My brother thinks it's going to be the Titans easily. I believe it'll be the Colts. Obviously, Carson Wentz is now a Indianapolis Colts Colt. He is uh, rejoined. He is reunited with his offense former quarterbacks coach Frank Reich, who is now the head coach of the Colts. Frank Reich was his quarterback coach when Carson Wentz was. Second in MVP voting in 2017. And the Colts, they still have that very a very good defense from last year. They still have T.Y. Hilton. They still have a good offensive line, which is the issue with Philly last year. You think Tennessee will win? Yeah, I mean, with the addition of Bud Dupree, you know, they have a very solid linebacking core with also Harold Landry. Tennessee, uh, I feel, is very one-dimensional. Jadavian Clowney, <clears throat> that guy is one of the most overrated players. But, hey, maybe he'll turn it around this season. Uh, they still have Kevin Byard, a, a very good safety. And maybe Malcolm Butler will be as good as he was with the Patriots. Malcolm and, Butler. of course, that offense, you know, uh, even though they lost Corey Davis, they still have A.J. Brown. Uh, the offensive line is a bit iffy, but they still have Ryan Tannehill, who, who is a mobile quarterback. And, of course, they have King Henry, who is basically – Malcolm Butler has not been good ever since he got cut by the Patriots. Anyways, let's go to the AFC West now. Um, me and my brother, we – we very agreed on this. We both think the Chiefs will win this division. Even though two of their old linemen got cut, Eric Fisher and Mitchell Schwartz. Yeah. Both got cut, but the majority of their players will be coming back offensively and defensively. Mahomes obviously is under that record breaking deal. Ten years, five hundred three million. Tyron Matthew, Tyree Kill, Kelsey, they'll all be back. And the wild card, maybe the Chargers, maybe. This is a very, very slight maybe. They don't have a coach, but they have a really they have a young team, and they can't keep they couldn't keep leads. So the thing is, can they hold leads late in games? Uh, me personally, I the Chiefs just went to the Super Bowl. There's no way they are not going to make the playoffs, and especially in that division, there's not really that many powerhouses there. You know, maybe maybe the Chargers, maybe uh, Vegas. Yeah, maybe Vegas. You know, they were very good until the second half where their defense. Which is very bad. I think she's going fifteen and two. Uh, I think I have the Chargers. I think they're gonna win around. Uh, I think they're gonna go nine and eight or ten and seven. Okay. Uh, now let's go to the NFC side. Obviously, start off with the NFC East, or based on last season's performance, NFC least. I, me, and my brother, being Cowboys fans, we got the Cowboys winning the division, but we also got the football team. Becoming a wild card because they also added some players. They added Ryan Fitzmagic or Fitzpatrick. They added Curtis Samuel, and they still have that 
very good defense with Ron Rivera at the helm. So the, and Dak also got his new contract. And recently, the Dallas's wide receiver trio was ranked as the best. However, Cowboys defense is not that good. Your thoughts? Um, yeah, as a Cowboys fan, hiring Dan Quinn, uh, it was a really iffy move. You know, he was the coordinator during the Legion of Boom in Seattle, but when he was in Atlanta, he proved to be a very inept coach. Um, yeah, he did so, go to a Super Bowl, though. I must say, he made the playoffs twice. Uh, so as a defensive coordinator, again, I'm not sure, you know. People think that he was carried by those very talented players in Seattle. But now he has basically nothing to work with, you know. He has Alden Smith, Demarcus Lawrence, and then that's basically it. You know, We have no – the Cowboys have no defensive backs. You know, we, we just have, traded Xavier Woods. We have a very young, uh, very decent cornerback, uh, Trevon Diggs. Yeah. And then we got Keon Neal and Devontae Casey, former Falcons, who were on – uh, Dan Quinn's Falcons. I don't understand how those two guys make our defense better because they were just part of a team who was ranked last in pass defense. But anyways, the Cowboys are a whole other story. And the Washington football team, uh, them getting Ryan Fitzpatrick, I like the move. You know, now they have two quarterbacks that they can sort of go in and out with, you know, kind of like the Dolphins. They have Who's the other quarterback? Heineke and they have uh, Fitzpatrick. Uh, that receiving core Terry McLaurin, and they got Curtis Samuel reunited with Ron Rivera. Curtis Samuel and Terry McLaurin are very similar players. They are both very fast. Curtis Samuel uh, also is very good in the run game. I believe he had like 400 rushing yards last year as a uh, receiver. They have J.D. McKissick, uh, Antonio Gibson, a very uh, two very good young <coughs> running backs. On the defense, of course, they have Chase Young, former Defensive Rookie of the Year. So, yeah, I think that team can go far in the future. Okay. Now, NFC North, this was clear cut. We both got the Packers winning the division, even though there's been lots of drama circulating Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, he also made his debut in his two-week stint on Jeopardy as the host. I feel he did very well. I didn't get to see it. I got to see a little bit of clips on YouTube. But I still feel the Packers... Even though Aaron Rodgers has lots of drama with the Packers front office, he's been he's been dealing with drama ever since he got there. Your thoughts? Uh, the Packers are the Packers, you know. It doesn't really matter what they have. They can have, like, a bunch of garbage can as receivers, and Aaron Rodgers can still carry them to, like, 8, 9, 10 wins, you know. Uh, also, a big problem with uh, the Packers now is that they lost their very good center, Corey Lindsley. Uh, in free agency, he went to the Chargers. So Aaron Rodgers is coming off a also, NFC Championship game loss. So let's see if he can if he can bounce back. Also, can I say something else? Uh, David Bakhtiari, he just had an ACL tear, so he might not be as good as he was. Uh, and Brian Bulaga, they lost him to the Chargers uh, two years ago, so not really relevant also, to the well, times. Brian Bulaga, he wasn't on that team last year. They yeah, in the NFC Championship game. I don't feel that'll play a factor. Now the NFC South, we both got the your defending Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Bucks winning the division. Obviously, for a wild card, we will have the New Orleans Saints. Not not me. I have Carolina as the wild card. You have Carolina. Wow. Carolina, we just got a quarterback who was, hasn't been so good. Okay. Well, I, got Tampa I think they're going to go second place. Just because they're second place doesn't mean they have a guaranteed wild card spot. Well, with this new playoff format, they might. I got Tampa going because 
they're defending Super Bowl champions. They have Tom Brady. All all of their players come back. They are coming back. They signed everybody from the Dominican Sioux to I don't think they've signed AB yet. They've signed. He's, AB is a free agent right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah AB is a free agent. They've signed Chris Godwin. They signed Shaq Barrett. Devin White. Devin, Devin White. White. Tom Brady just resigned. So yeah, I think they're in pretty good shape to uh, repeat. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no way this team is regressing. You know, they resigned everybody. Uh, most of their players are young, especially that defense. You know, they have experienced players like Dominican Sue and JPP. They have young players like uh, a Devin White and Sean Murphy Bunting and Anton Winfield. Yeah, so there's no way that team can regress so much as to where they don't make the Super Bowl again this year. Yep. Lastly, let's go to the NFC West. This is gonna be a tough division. We're gonna we're, we're gonna discuss a lot about this division. Me and my brother, we me, I've been debating between two teams. It's either the Rams or the Seahawks. Now we got the wild card. I got the wild card as the Forty ers and the Cardinals are in there too because Kyler Murray is a really good player. I got. I'm debating between the Rams or Seahawks. I don't know which one to choose. This is my. Uh, standings. I have LA at number one. <coughs> number two is Arizona. Number three is Seattle. And I'm going to talk about that because maybe Russell Wilson might get traded. He hasn't been traded as of time yet. Uh, he's, he probably won't go to the Bears since they got Andy Dalton, but hey, who knows? So yeah, I have Seattle going number three because they might lose Russell Wilson, but they might not. So I feel like number three is a very safe spot to put him in. And number four is the 49ers, even though they're getting that defense back. They need to draft a quarterback. And even if they do, He's probably not good enough right now to lead them to a division title. Russell Wilson is going to, if he is back with the Seahawks this upcoming season, he's going to have a hard time. Because every single team in that division, they have if above average slash average or great pass rusher. Rams they have, all have great ones. The Rams, they have Aaron Donald. Uh, the Cardinals, they have J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones. And then for Niners, they have uh, Nick Bosa coming back and Eric Armstead. Yep. Who obviously the Fortnite were riddled with injuries last year. Now let's uh, switch gears to uh, contenders for the 2022 Super Bowl that will be played in SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, California. I mean, our list is pretty boring. We have the same two. We did two teams per uh, division, and it they're the same. AFC and NFC Championship matchups, those are teams that are on our list. We have Chiefs and Bills for AFC, Bucks and Packers for the NFC. Obviously, the Chiefs, they lost, like I, excuse me, uh, they lost two, they, uh, their two offensive linemen got cut, Eric Fisher and Mitchell Schwartz, but still have Patrick Mahomes, and it's not like he's a, a quarterback that just stands there. And they, they still have their playmakers, and yeah, I feel like the Chiefs will be the only threat to Tampa, other than Green Bay, obviously. And the Bills, I mean, Bills, they they got better. They got better than what the Chiefs did in the offseason. They added Emmanuel Sanders, but there's still a draft to come, so we'll see what the Chiefs will do. NFC? Uh, yeah, I agree with all his points. Let me, I just is something uh, irrelevant to the Super Bowl, but uh, the salary cap, it went down, obviously. Because uh, the NFL's viewership went low, you know, uh, not a lot of fans in the stands because of the COVID virus. So two teams that are very are in very bad situations are New Orleans Saints and the Philadelphia Eagles. New Orleans Saints they just lost Drew Brees, so they just lost their franchise quarterback. That's very bad, all right. 
but also they are way over the salary cap. Also, with it coming down, that means they are way, way over the salary cap. Same thing with the Eagles, even though they lost Carson Wentz, who they were paying a lot of money. Yeah, so now going to the Tampa Bay Bucks. My brother thinks the Saints are in shambles. I disagree. They still have Sean Payton. They still have a good offense. They may have Jameis Winston. They might have to trade that good offense. Again, they don't have a lot of money. They'll figure something out. And obviously they have Jameis Winston, who brought a new meaning to 30 for 30 and new meaning to being Defensive Player of the Year. As his last season with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he 30 touchdowns, 30 picks, 5,000 passing yards. But I feel Sean Payton can turn him around. Going to the Packers, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, he's been given – there's a stat line I heard uh, during the season. In his 17-year – or 16-year career, Aaron Rodgers has only thrown, what, eight or nine passes to a first-round pick receiver. So not having good receivers for Aaron Rodgers is a normal. So I feel he'll still do anything. Well, just because they're not in the first round doesn't mean they're not good. Devontae Adams, arguably one of the best receivers in the league, he's still on that team. Well, they have one receiver. So what about Marquez Valdez-Scantling? Is he a top five receiver, a top ten receiver? How about Equinemia St. Brown? You don't need two top ten receivers. How about Robert Tunyon? He's underrated. He's he's really good. Anyways, those are our contenders. But in the Super Bowl, I still have a rematch. Chiefs versus Bucks. Nah. I have Packers versus Chiefs. Packers. Okay. Now, let's uh, have a little trivia area where we will have some questions that are related to the topics that we discuss. All right, let's do this. <clears throat> I'll be asking six questions, and let's see if you can answer them. All right, question number one. Name two free agents who won titles with their new team in the first season. Oh, Tom Brady, obviously. And uh, LaShawn McCoy, he did it twice. He left the Bills for the Chiefs. He won the Super Bowl. He left the Chiefs for the Buccaneers, and he won the Super Bowl. Talk about when he rings for free. Wherever he's going next. <clears throat> okay, number two. Who was the oldest player to get drafted into the NFL? Uh, I think it's 24, uh, Damon Arnett. You are wrong. It is He is. He was 24 years old, but his name was Vinny Testaverde. Still, Damon Arnett was 24 years old when he was drafted. Okay. Okay, since next. Since 1999, how many first overall picks, first overall picks in the draft have championships? Super Bowl titles. Uh... Eli Manning, and then he was drafted in 98. Just got cut by the surprise certain team. Uh, Eric Fisher? Yep. Eric Fisher's a surprise when you think about offensive linemen being drafted first overall. Okay, uh, number four. Which player has the most first-team All-Pro selections? I got to go with the GOAT, Tom Brady. Nope. Tom Brady only has two first team all pro selections. Jerry Rice. Wow. Jerry Rice is ten. That's only another, two? That's another good one. go? But he also has the most Pro Bowl selection in 14. Okay, which quarterback has the most Super Bowl title? This is a gimme. Tom Brady. Okay, before it became a tie, which team had the most Super Bowl titles? Pittsburgh. Okay. And lastly, how many playoff games has TB12 won in his career? 
I want to go with over 30, but I don't think it's uh near 40. So I'm going to say like 35, 36. You are very close. He has won 34 in total. Ah. And second is Joe Montano, who is has seven, uh, 16. So that's more than double. All right, our last topic now, we will be discussing the NFL draft, which will be happening next month. Uh, well, it will happen this month. We'll discuss the top three teams plus the Dallas Cowboys and which players they will select. So the first three teams are with the first three picks are Jacksonville, the New York New York Jets, and the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, we can all agree the top three picks. I feel like it will be Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, and well, we Justin can't Fields. all agree, but we can agree that they most likely will be quarterbacks. Yes, definitely. Jags, they they need a quarterback. They were a hot mess last year. Obviously, what do you the mean? They got Minshew Mania. Well, Minshew Mania was good for like few games. Then he was bad. And then for the Jets, obviously trading Sam Darnold. Honestly, I feel like any any quarterback that goes to the Jets, where Adam Gase is still there, they'll they'll be bad. So it's kind of a lose lose situation. Haven't they fired him? Nope. Okay, Zach Wilson to the Jets. Number three, and to no, go into the fourth. I think they did fire him. No, he's Adam Gates is still there. Okay. Wait. Never mind. He's been fired. San Francisco 49ers, even though Jimmy G is still there, they're still very suspect on his health. I believe you will, they'll be taking Justin Fields. If they get Justin Fields, they'll have a, I wouldn't say very good shot. They have, they'll have a pretty good well, shot with the division. Well, Justin Fields, uh, they could take Zach Wilson, you know, maybe New York will take Justin Fields, or they could get Trey Lance. <coughs> or, yeah, Trey Lance. Or New York okay, now Trey shifting Lance. to the Cowboys last Or week. maybe Matt Jones, or uh, the Florida quarterback, wasn't he? Kyle Trey. He's, he's Kyle not going to be a high pick. Okay, now let's, lastly, let's talk about our Dallas Cowboys. We have no defensive backs that can cover. We have one who is second-year player, Trevon Diggs from Alabama. He was he's really good. And this offseason, we recently traded away Xavier Woods. And we ha- we only have one good DB. Uh, I think the Cowboys, we should select one Patrick Sertan II from the University of Alabama. So he'll be back together with Trevon Diggs. Yes, they play together in college, and I wholeheartedly agree. We need a cornerback. He's the best cornerback. But we might need to settle for second best because Atlanta, uh, I don't think they're going to take a quarterback to replace Matt Ryan, and they desperately need defensive help. All right, and with that, we will be concluding our segment Our segment of the Broadcast Bros. Thank you for listening, and peace.